0: one favorite podcast it's reclaimed audio with your host Phil Pinsky Lukes, and intense Sway. welcome everybody to this week's episode of reclaimed audio this is episode 175 that's a nice round number for March 20th 2019 did we do the thing where we where we introduce ourselves we haven't done that in a while the whole premise of the show we should do it i'm phil pinsky Um, with me as always is Tim Sway and Bill Lutz and the way we've done this show is that we come at every topic that we talk about from three different perspectives I'm the white collar, Bill's the blue collar and Tim generally doesn't wear a shirt so no collar that kind of thing or or the artist perspective or whatever it is so that is that's the that's the gist of the show basically and then and then we sort of introduce a topic so for anyone who's new that's that's what you've stepped into. So, congrats. Uh, oh, this week's top They're Patreon gone supporters. already. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I
1: thought he was plaid color anyway.
0: I find plaid on his skin basically looks translucent. If you think about it. He's
1: wearing plaid right now.
0: Yeah, I am, you can't even I'm see it. Pretty much always
1: wearing plaid, right? Yeah.
0: Can't even can't even see it. The emperor has no plaid. That's right. <laughs> that was very clever, actually. Thank you. This week's top Patreon supporters Make, Build, Modify, Scott Turner, The Godfather, Jimmy Daresta, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Apollo Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've said too much, Creator Nader, Yangi and Pop Pop Makerspace, and a um, Wesley Treat. My best friend. So, uh, what are we working on? Let's go to Bill Lutz. Bill Lutz, what are you working on this week?
1: You know, um, I'm in the middle of waiting for people to decide on what wallpaper and where they want it. So, I don't really have, I can't do anything with the sliding doors yet because I need to hang the runners first. And I can't hang the runner if they're going to have wallpaper there. So it's kind of like I ain't doing a whole lot. So I was noticing while we were sitting here and I'm looking around my garage. It's quite messy. And I believe what I'm going to be working on is uh, cleaning out my garage. And I also am going to. So I have a little bit of sad news to go with what I'm working on. Um, I posted that we had lost uh, our dragon Ziggy, sadly.
0: Oh, yeah. I I saw that. that. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Which one is that one? That
1: was you. Ziggy, oh, Ziggy I died? Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh,
0: That seems really mean and probably not a coincidence. What happened? No,
1: she just, she got sick and we think it was um, a possible tumor, like a stomach tumor. And bec- oh. because they're so new to being domesticated to the U.S., there's not a lot of information about it, but... Uh, basically, a couple of blood samples showed she had a high blood sugar. And the only reason why she would have bl- high blood sugar is for a stomach tumor. That's what they know so far. So instead of continuing to b- try and figure it out, we were just like, you know what? It's, it's time. So flush it. Yeah, yeah. flush it. <laughs> no, actually, what's kind of cool is the, the pet hospital that we go to was one of the few in the Northern Bay Area that does exotics of any kind. So while we were there, there was actually a, a gal from San Francisco with, I'm not kidding you, a hundred pound pig doing a normal checkup. Um, they've done alligators, chickens, dogs, cats. So uh, after after he was going to uh, let Ziggy go, he was going to also do a little bit of post-mortem uh, exploratory and try and learn what he could. Which, oh, nice. Yeah, and I so was... Don't
2: you, so Ziggy donated his body to science? Her body
1: and Her yes. body, yeah. And then the remains will also, get, because she's so tiny, we were able to pick out a very tiny little urn and we will have her remains after that part is done. So I was thinking about this. Ziggy has actually met more famous makers than most people. And I can start with a real quick list. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, April Wilkerson, Laura Kampf, Father Thomas Bailey, uh, Izzy Swan, Jesse Weta, uh, Justin Sparks. I mean, there's so many makers who have actually petted her, held her and given her love. And, and they loved her to death. The Jackmans, both, both Paul and his wife. Um, so she, in her short time, was loved and gave love. So I'm, I'm good with that. But anyway, To say what I'm going to make now, uh, we're going to take the the habitat that was for both of them. And Casey's like, you know, I want something different. So I'm going to redo it more suitable for just Lou and um, create a place to put that in the living room and downsize it a little bit because it doesn't need to be Mm. as big as it is. And that'll be a new project. So anyway, not working on much. Um, Yeah, that happened over the weekend. So anyway. Not to, not to be completely right. down because um, what an amazing loving pet I would never have thought a reptile I've never had one before would be able to bring and and I got them at a point when I had just gotten through with my surgery and life was really weird and those little tiny people her her and Lulu uh, and I named them after my best friends Ziggy Pinsky and Lulu Sway uh, they uh, gave me a lot of comfort so anyway. I'm working on a new tr- uh, stand for the dragon habitat. How about you, Tim? You know, I,
2: I'm I'm sorry for your loss, and I keep forgetting to tell you that one of Vance's friends uh, recently got one of those, uh, and so Vance has been hanging out with one and and uh, enjoying it. And, yeah, you know, keep saying that we should get one.
1: Under and, uh, under normal circumstances, they're they're seven to fifteen years easy, um, but just yeah. now and again something happens, and you know, <clears throat> so. But on yeah. on average, a good good long pet. Hmm. Nice. Um, What'd you say
0: when he said that he wanted one? I sent it to his room without dinner. You know, usual stuff. Seems <laughs> fair. <Same laughs>
2: yeah. Um, no, no. We we have uh, we have one pet right now, which is plenty. Plus two fish tanks. So.
1: And so the one no the no one sh- pet drives a dump truck. I noticed. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, so we have a, we have a guinea pig and um, Vance has a, a remote control car. It's like one of the nice ones, you know, with the expensive batteries. Um, that mm. you know, it's like a starter kit to kind of get into those fast ones that you, you race outside or whatever. And uh, and so he was taking his Tonka dump truck that he also rides around the house all the time. He gets on his knees in this thing and rides around the house like it's a scooter. He was putting that on top of the remote control car and driving it around because he's eight and that's the way an eight year old mind thinks, you know, which is a lot of fun to watch and and then he decided to tape off the back of the bed of the of the dump truck and put some hay in there and then put the guinea pig in it and was driving the guinea pig around the house and it was just like you know i mean i i live with him and so i see him doing stuff like this all the time but every once in a while there's just one that's just so ridiculous i'm like I was like, I got I to gotta share this one with the world. So I followed her the around. The world he, needs to see it. I, uh, I put some some clips up on my Instagram story of him uh, just driving this, this guinea pig around. She was great with it. She was like, she's just used to him now. She's like, all right, we're doing this. Not a
0: word of complaint, eh?
2: No, no. When she got tired of the hay, she jumped out and just <laughs> went about her business.
0: What a great pet.
2: Yeah, it is. It's a pretty good pet. Um, what am I up to? I had uh, big news. My... Vegetarian-friendly Carolina boots are now officially available for pre-order
1: Congratulations, Carolina oh, Wow!
2: So that just we just finally launched them It took it's been almost exactly a year to the day since I made that first pair and I went to the Carolina factory in Pennsylvania and Now the we just launched the sale uh, So it's a pre-sale right now if you go to Carolina and type in Tim sway in the search bar you'll find it. If, if you go to the website, it's actually the first banner that pops up, but if you're not fast or you don't pay attention, you might miss it, so just type in my name. And uh, there's two different versions of the boot available. It's a pre-order, so if you order them now, they will start shipping in mid-April. I think it's April 15th is when they start shipping. And they're a little bit less right now. They're gonna actually go up a little bit after the, uh, I think, I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna go up a few bucks
1: after the pre-sale. The two different um, versions are uh, composite tow and, and not, right?
2: Yeah, they're, they're both made of uh, this this imported material from Italy. It's a vegetarian-friendly material. It is petroleum-based, but it's uh, one of the greenest ones we could find, and it's one of the most durable ones we could find. Uh, and it holds up really well. It breathes really well. And so there's the two versions are one has a composite toe and the full waterproof and insulation, uh, which is the pair that I've been wearing for the past year. And they actually, they were not too hot in the summer, and they were great in the winter. Um and then the other pair is just a stripped-down version, so they're a little less money. There's no toe, and there's no insulation. It's more like a dress boot, you know. Um, or if you don't you don't need all that stuff, if you're working in a climate-controlled area, you know, and you're not stepping mm-hmm. in puddles. But they're, um, yeah, they're out there. I'm super excited about it, and uh, I hope they sell at least enough to where Carolina doesn't hate me <laughs> for enforcing them or encouraging them to do this, you know. And again, I don't make any money off this. Like, this is just, like, it's been a dream of mine for a long time to have... You know to just not have leather in my life and to find a quality work boot and, and I've had other work boots and shoes made out of fake leathers in the past and they've all frankly sucked uh they've all been imported and they've fallen apart at the seams and um so you know when I, w- I had this opportunity and I was able to get to the right people to make this happen uh you know and make sure the boots are good uh and like I just want to other people like me to have this opportunity and you don't have to be a vegetarian either they're just they're just damn good boots um like they're holding up better than my last leather pair they breathe better they're warmer they're cooler they're just really good boots and it's like i feel like it's the first time that anything like this has ever been made this well and and that's why my name's on it i'm not making money on it i'm just i'm just <laughs> probably supporting this product because they're really good and i wouldn't put my name on it if they weren't you know
1: that's so, why you're on this podcast right yeah that's yeah, why yeah that's why because it's so um, for good. profit yeah I I might have to get a pair because <laughs> they do they are in the style of the Carolinas I like the most. So that's a good thing and uh I might have to get a pair. I, and I've noticed yeah, that a lot of people have been looking waiting for this to happen. So I I think Carolina's yeah. going to be happy with the uh the turnout.
2: I hope so. Unfortunately, the way that they had to do this first run for all sorts of complicated <clears throat> reasons, they're bas- they're doing men's sizes eight through fourteen. So there's no women's sizes unless you know a woman with a, a larger foot, um, which is kind of a bummer because I know there's a lot of women interested. But if this, you know, if they see the potential for this to be a, a product, then they will, you know, extend the line. Um, I'm, you know, obviously they're they're in they're in this to make money. Unlike me, I'm just in it to see people you know get awesome boots you know but um so hope you know hopefully it'll all work um i and then the other thing is like is, it is tough international shipping you know some people are overseas and there's been some problems with that because it's so expensive but again it's like there's only so much we can do this is a you know it's kind of a local thing really like in yeah. america and well, you're uh, actually
0: lucky that it's not leather because it makes it easier to export and import. Leather has to have special certifications and stuff. Right. Yeah, because it's animal byproducts. And yeah, right, they got to exactly.
1: check it for fleas and.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly for fleas. Yeah. Fleas, but yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a really super interesting experience. I'm super like I'm proud of it. You know. Um, you should be. It's it's really it. cool. It's really cool, dude. And uh, and I do encourage everybody to get a pair. They're they're like. The way, because they're designed for me, right? I mean, which is like crazy, you know, like, oh, well, I want, but so I didn't need like a big work sole, you know, like you would like climbing telephone poles or anything. They, they have like this really comfortable sole. So for guys like me that are spending a lot of time on their feet in situations where if you're going to drop something on your toes, it's going to hurt, you know, like th- these are the boots for you. If you're going to be like climbing telephone poles for a living, they're probably not the right boots. You need something different. But, but, uh, but they're, that's why they made that lighter pair too, for just, Everything else, if you just want to wear them,
1: it's like That's an just, excellent, um, excellent shop boot. Is, uh, it's exactly, it's a workshop boot. That's how, exactly. So I, you know, I've been going to ask you this a bunch of times. How have they held up for welding? Uh, what happens when the sparks and everything hit them?
2: Well, I haven't had a problem. I mean, I haven't okay. sat and put my foot on a piece of steel. No, most of
1: us makers won't. But I'm exactly. saying,
2: but I did just weld 125 stools right. in them, and there's nothing wrong with them. Okay, like there's no there's nothing I see no evidence of any problem and I've done other welding with them too I mean I've really I've really beat the hell out of these things over the past year you know I was and, curious uh, about that that's good yeah no I was I was curious and concerned too and, and part of me wants to go and just like shoot the gun into them and, and see what happens I can do that for oh you. yeah what send happens him.
1: send them send them to me I'll take care of that we'll do a video
2: what if you shooting, shooting shooting boots
1: shooting <laughs> 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 plasma called the my shoot. boots right the, the boot, boot shoot. shoot yeah. It's it's a sway lutz boot shoot. Um, oh okay, my god! And, and this I'm,
2: video writes itself. Yeah, it's done. All right, and that's and I'm making
0: other stuff too. But how are you, Phil? What are you what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I was in Florida last week, and then this weekend was uh, was hockey fest. It was just like my son was on the ice three times. I was on the ice twice. I played hockey last night. Great game great game. You guys should have been there, but uh, good old hockey. apart game. from that, n- no making. I do have a, a looming deadline for this monster uh, whiskey box that I'm working on, so I better get my budding gear on that one. But uh, apart from that, I haven't really uh, done much, and I know I'm going to hear about it in the iTunes reviews, but so be it. Um, so, what are we working on? We did that topic. In the <laughs> dust. Okay, let me explain this one. So, my, uh, I was just telling the guys this, and that's how we came up with it. But my in-laws gave my kids uh, their old iPad, so this old iPad Mini, uh, Mini 2, right? So it's an older iPad, and it's kind of stuck at iOS 9.3.5, and the current iOS is 10. Point whatever point whatever. And now, so a lot of these apps won't work on it anymore. Like Netflix doesn't support anything b- below iOS 10. So it's kind of like a crippled device. Like you could web browse. I guess you could use Netflix through the web browser, but I don't think so because you need Silverlight. Long story short, I'm trying to bridge the gap between something that's virtually obsolete. Like it's been left in the dust. It's not being supported anymore. And I asked the question uh, to Tim and Bill in the pre-show, is there anything like that in the maker community? Two ways. One, I guess from a tool perspective, like if you don't keep up, do you get left in the dust? And two, just from a informational keeping up with what's going on in the community can you be left in the dust? And I feel like we kind of kind of felt there was enough meat on the bone to have a conversation for the next 22 minutes about that of
2: <laughs> mm. I, I just want to voice the same complaint about the Apple products and Vance has you know my old iPad that he uses that and it's I bought it like three years ago and it's already at that point where like you know I have to change anymore.
1: Yeah,
0: it's basically useless, and it's just very frustrating, you know. I just I agree, with you. I th- and Android doesn't do that. Android supported L- pretty little, much the whole. time.
2: Yeah, Android's better. I feel. Yeah. I, in that regard, I, I that, don't yeah, I don't totally know regard. because
1: I have never had an Android product. I have sent three older iPads um, to the Jones family in Utah, and um, I did not know that. And I know like because I sent them the original iPad that we had right and i know it's very very slow but i'm thinking there are a lot of like kids apps that can be downloaded to it like you know. oh
2: yeah vance vance gets a lot of use out of it for sure yeah then it's like every every third or fourth thing he wants to do he can't do you know so which, right. which makes me which
1: makes me say that it may not be the latest and greatest so you may not have the latest and greatest tools but that absolutely in no way doesn't mean that you can't find use I mean, that's what well, we look do. At
2: you, look at you pulling out the... Uh, that's, what the do, right? from, yeah. Yeah. that's what we Elaborate. do, right? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's what we do. Elaborate. Yes, uh, do
1: go on. Um. How, how, how many of us, all three of us, have started with older, out of date, maybe not the tool you would have bought had you had the money, right? Something that's older, on Craigslist, a free find. Um, and That's where we got our start. That doesn't stop you from from being able to stay involved in the community as far as like making.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it takes very, very little. And I have to admit, I've been out of the loop for quite a while uh, as far as like I'm not too much in all the groups and on Facebook and, and that I take my morning pictures. I'm, I'm active doing that on social media, but I haven't done a whole lot. So to say that it absolutely excludes you. Now, there may be stuff going on I didn't know about. Um, if I take a closer look, it's like I didn't realize Jimmy's on two podcasts now. <laughs> I just found that out. So yeah, um, so things do happen, but I, I think there's always a way. I think, I think once you're in, you're always in. You're, you're like the favorite cousin at least. You may not see each other all the time, but when you're there, it's like you were never gone.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think there's like a, a specific like an active deterrent keeping you from being in the community. But it's I think it's an old it's your own personal. For example, silly example. So, Laura Kampf just did this uh, a video making a bookshelf out of walnut or whatever. But she used, like, she used uh, Festool Tracksaw, Festool Domino, uh, Shaper Origin CNC. And for a half a second, I'm watching this thing going, wow, I'm really, like, I am in the dust. Like, I, she is on a whole other level and I'm missing out. You know, so and then i realized woodworking goes back like 2000 yep. years so i'm not really missing out on anything but you know you get caught up in that fever of like gear acquisition right which we've talked about in the past right. and staying as current as possible so you get that pang you know like that that momentary oh i'm not i'm not part of the cool kids club because i don't have x y and z and and i guess that sort of also prompted this for me
1: i i think mm. i think though it comes down to you stay up with the latest and greatest of the things that interest you the most. Because I was looking at some pictures of what Laura has done with that, and then it reminded me of the big red shelf I built for my mother-in-law, where I did it all by hand with the router, and it's got Mm kind of intricate designs in it, you know, a Japanese-style look. It had the same kind of cutouts and everything. And I did it with a router and and a a skill saw, right? You know, a a biscuit joiner. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but I, I almost... I can't wait for the new iPhones to come out. I don't get one every year like I'll wait for Two years, but I'm I would if I could like then and I don't know why because I do not utilize my iPhone to the fullest potential I don't play games on it, which I know a lot of people do I do take pictures a lot of pictures on it But mm-hmm. to me, it's like oh no the new iPhones out Okay I'll wait because I know the next one's gonna be better and then every as soon as I get whether it's the next one or the One after that then I'm like, oh man, the next one's gonna be even better. I should have waited so yeah. It, it, it does happen with that. You know, right
0: now. Uh, what, if, go ahead. what if we take a step back, though? Like, so, like, Laura's video is like the next level of stuff, right. right? Like the domino and the. But what about the people starting out who are watching who potentially get discouraged because they don't have, like, more basic tools? Like, you're watching a video and everyone's got a bandsaw and you don't have a bandsaw. So you can't do curved stuff because, well, frankly, a jigsaw doesn't work the same way as a bandsaw. So do you think that it's possible for someone to get discouraged because they're not there where everybody else is as a bare minimum, you know, tool set?
2: Well, there's, the, there's those two perspectives of – or two. you know, I don't want to say there's two types of people because there's obviously more than two types of people. But, but there are people yeah, that three. will look at – yeah, exactly. There are people that will look at something and say, you know, like, oh, man, I, you know, I, I can't do that. I don't have those tools. And the other people that will look at it and say, like, well, how can I aspire to that? Or how can, I, how can I find a way to do that without those tools? And uh, I know, like Bill, I know that you think like that. I think like that, too. I'm always looking for, you know, ways to do things. And, and I get excited about that. I mean, these, these are tool commercials in a lot of ways, these videos. And I think people realize that now. I think that the, 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 the program's established enough to where people understand that the, it, it, on YouTube, when you, you know, you're watching these videos, you're watching, you know, product placement. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, but yeah, for the beginner, they might not fully get that and understand that. And that's what the tool companies are kind of hoping to the beginner with a six figure salary that's going to go out and buy all this stuff. Right. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You know? Um, but as someone who does this for a living, uh, I look to that stuff for ways that I can see how it's going to help me make money. Right. If it gives me a new, a new edge edge of, of, you know, whether it's a time saving edge or a quality level edge, or usually they're, they're both Right. Everything I've ever, everything I make with my CNC and my laser, I can make with, you know, a fire and a rock, right? But it's going to take me a heck of a lot longer and not be as good.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. yeah. I can, I can yeah. tell you that. Especially um, the rock. Especially the, especially the good part. <laughs> especially the react. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the original question, Phil, I would have to say that yes, there are going to be people that are going to be discouraged. And then we have to ask the question are these people really into being creative and being makers? Because I know a lot of people who love to watch maker videos and they don't make, mm-hmm. they, they dig it, they totally sit down and they, they know who Jimmy Durest is. I've turned people on who are not makers to Tim's videos and Jimmy's videos and, and things like that and they watch them a lot and a lot of them just aren't makers, that's not where their interests lie, they just don't, but yeah. they, love the crea- a- they love watching that creativity.
0: That's a fair point, and there mm. certainly is that. But I look more to the audience of, let's say, Steve Ramsey, right, right. The guys who are like woodworking 101, right, right. Mm. And a lot of his videos are, you can make this too. Don't be worried by your lack of tools or your lack of skills. And I just sort of want to reinforce that message that says, just because you don't have, fifteen thousand dollars worth of tools, doesn't mean you're left in the dust, I, that you're and, left and, behind.
2: And Steve Ramsey's there to fill that void. Right. I mean, and other people, too.
1: I, I think that I think that general message is out there. I don't think that the the community has grown in a way that it has left people behind. I think if you pay a closer attention, most of these guys that have grown their channels and they have a lot of neat tools now uh, will still go back and do... I think Bob just did one recently, uh, like a bare-bones type thing. David Picciotto just did one recently... You know, I, I, I'm just saying. A lot of these guys who are, you know, Matias, somebody you really admire. There's times when Matias does yeah. stuff. I had no idea what he just did, but I enjoy watching his videos. But then there yeah. are times when he does it in a way that it makes me think, like, oh, I can do that. So I, I think it's there. You mm-hmm. gotta, if you have a spark, I think you can find a fire by watching YouTube videos. It,
0: it, let me let me play devil's advocate for a second. Right. I don't want to name any names, but I know you guys know. There are certain people who were part of the community who we just don't hear from anymore. Mm-hmm. What's your point? I'm not sure that I have one. Well, I can tell you this right now. Like Left I, in the dust, though.
1: Like like I said, I feel like I'm being left behind a little bit just because I've been busy and stuff is going on. But I can take my phone and I'm sitting in the airport and I'm I'm babysitting a contractor on the runway to just watching to make sure an airplane don't land on him. And it takes me a few minutes to kind of catch up a little bit and still mm-hmm. keep up. So if there are people who have left the community, um, there's got to be stuff going on in their lives or they weren't really... Maybe it just wasn't for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're probably people, right. People I'm move on. I'm just worried that like, we'll move on. Why? Where are you going? Where? Where you got something to be? What are you talking about? Well, I, you I stick got another. With us. I got another half hour to so do this, but then <laughs> after that,
2: I'm gonna. But no, I mean, people, you know, interests change. Like, I have, I have other interests besides making things, right? I mean, my, my channel is actually wrong.
1: Good. <laughs> yeah, I say wrong to <laughs> that too. I, that's, I have no. Yeah. Ro- well, wrong. I, okay, you're right. I I do have an interest in shooting now so destroying things and then making things are my two favorite things to do
0: he's basically playing God basically yeah yeah.
1: so
2: but I mean like guitars and music and and when that's been this big part of my life and my channel has actually morphed that way because that's my interests are leaning back towards that right now and that's what I want to make and to everyone's chagrin that's what they're stuck listening to Bill and I talk about you know (laughs) falling into this whole world of guitars and music as well and so like that's, that's just change like change happens and so doesn't mean that other people are necessarily getting left in the dust. It's just as we change, we might splinter off into other,
0: other
1: groups and other things. Um,
0: I just wonder if maybe we're failing these people some way somehow.
1: I don't think so. I, I just, I, I, really don't. Um, and if that is the case, I would say that there's probably enough people around them to to reach out, right? But if if I really believe that if some if somebody is distance themselves from the maker community or being creative or just making in general it's because i like to believe that they've got other priorities that have come up
0: I you know so i
2: i think about that as i kind of plan videos and and like a lot of my videos i've been doing lately have been you know laser and cnc driven because that's what i'm into like that's and i think i think like oh i should probably you know do something that's not one of those you know and uh and then I just like everything I want to do. I'm like, oh well, I can do uh, if I did that on the laser, then I could, or if I did that on this, because that's what I'm into right now. And That's I want to learn mm-hmm. that, and I'm fascinated by it. So for me to 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 do something that doesn't, you know, that like just for the sake of making the video, I don't I don't know if I see the point in that because I don't do it for a living either. Like the the video part, you know, I mean, right? Like, I, I do it for me, like, and I you know I do you know make a a moderate income off of it that that helps, but but um. I, I do have, like, with, you know, guitars and whatnot, I have a video coming out pretty soon where I'm going to do that. It's a plan because it makes sense for me. And I think my audience, you know, will like it too. But uh, I, I had to jump into this stuff because I wanted... I was teaching Vance how to make. And everything I was doing until three years ago was the same woodworking they were doing 100 years ago. Same machine, same practices, you know. And I was not using this stuff. And I didn't want... I didn't care about personally being left in the dust, and I have a, a thought on that later, but um, I didn't want to keep my son back in the dust with me. Like, if he's really serious about this stuff, I was like, I need to learn this language so I can teach it to him.
0: Um, mm-hmm. and, and
2: then I just got hooked on it. I just I fell in love with it. So
0: It occurs to me that, uh, that I kind of left myself in the dust. It's been a long time. I mean, in Bill, to Bill's point life did kind of get in the way a little bit I had to take my work got a lot more serious family commitments got a lot more serious and this this podcast is pretty much my last tether I mean I I mean I watch a ton of videos I'm constantly watching videos but like as far as content production or being engaged in the community this is this is my last yeah, tether me too and I'm and, yeah.
1: and I'm grateful for the fact because I feel like this podcast uh, does do that. For me, with, without yeah. a doubt. Every week, I'm plugged right back in to get to talk with you guys. We we, we mm-hmm. share. We, we keep that, that whole vibe going. So I might be a little dusty, but I don't feel like I'm left behind.
0: Yeah. yeah. I might be a little behind, but I don't feel I'm dusty. I would say petite. Fair point. A, p- a petite behind? Yeah. I- I've hugged a him before. Petit de dejeuner.
2: I, I feel can, I, can I don't have, have on my either. lap. I
0: don't Take have enough
2: time to watch the videos that I want to watch. I'm way behind on. on keeping up oh, with really? what,
0: what other people are doing. Yeah. Uh, I prioritize. I've got my faves. I rank it A B C. I got my A's that I will watch no matter what. B's I will do my best to watch, and C's if I got the times.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I think um, this. I. It's it's hard to believe but I still think the maker community um, is the best on the planet because There's just too many Giants in this this uh, maker world right in this social media maker world that I Am not special in any way shape or form, but when the California fires were going When the California fires were going hot right super super destructible things I get a text from Jimmy Duresta saying, hey, just checking in, you okay? Right? I mean, yeah, so yeah just that quick. Jimmy is like, That's one of cool. the greatest makers on the planet as far as his success and he's working his butt off and he's building everything. He's so busy, but yeah, he said, and I'm sure I'm not the only one because there's other makers, Peter Brown is here. He was uh, very close to where the fire, but I'm just saying, uh, things like that, as he swan now and again, will text me, hey man, what's going on? I miss you. That's it. And then I don't hear from him for months. Yeah, you know? If they're treating me that way, they're treating a lot more people that way. And I know I treat people that way. I try to anyway. You know, I reach out now and again and say, hey, what's up, blah, 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 or, or respond to people. Um, I just I just don't think we're left behind in this community. And that's not to say that there are some people who don't play well with others and have just kind of gone by the wayside. But that's their own doing, right? That, but that, I think, is a percentage that is in the .000, 000 you know, there's there's a few. It's like you know what? It didn't work for you. You you need to go away. You you don't play well. Go go somewhere else. So maybe they've been left in the dust by choice or by not
0: choice. Um, and I choice or circumstance. And
1: I also know a lot of people yeah. that need to step away from being social on social media. Casey's like that. She she downloads. She never downloads like the Facebook app. She stays away from Facebook. Then she'll sign into it online, right? Without the app. Mm-hmm. So use that for about a week. And then she's like, oh, my God, I got to get away from this. And then she's just she steps away from it. I know a yeah. lot of people that are like that. In fact, I know some YouTubers uh, that that's their YouTube channel is they they're like, hey, here I am. I'm back into it. blah, blah, blah. I'm living in this slab city. This one person does vlogs about slab city, California, where it's an old military base and all these hippies are not hippies, but people that are like just I don't know. It's like a Burning Man. Type deal, but anyway, she's like, I had to step away from social media for a couple of months, but I'm back now, and doing my thing. Then you get your tank full, and it gets over full and you get, you get, you know, too much, and you step away. You don't hear mm. from them again for a couple of months. You know what I mean? So mm. that's just a cycle right. that some people go through, where they just can't mm. deal with. I feel like I'm that at. I can handle a lot of people for a little while at parties or at gatherings and things like that, and. Then I got to go away because I just I, I can't absorb so much. But once I'm full, I've got to stand back. I'm kind of at a stand back point right now where I just like I can't handle being responsible for doing some of the stuff I'm doing now. Work is kind of busy and weird and stay totally active and engaged in the social media. I feel like I'm at that point mm-hmm. where I'm just i have backed off a little bit.
0: We are stretching ourselves very thin. Not us specifically. I mean, we, like the royal we. Yeah. Yeah. We are stretched very thin. Well, there's a... Between everywhere we're supposed (laughs) to be engaged, to keep our attention in all of these different places, between work and friends and family and social media and hobbies. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's not enough of us focused, like enough of ourselves focused in areas. Uh, Maybe that's just the way I feel. I don't know. I feel depleted, frankly.
1: I I, I I think... yeah. I, I say I think that's more of a uh, a generational thing, though, because I don't think people that Vance doesn't know what life is like without the Internet. Right. So I don't think he's naturally going to be uh, assimilated to that kind of a world more than we are to where we kind of came into it, especially me. I'm like, I remember no cable Everybody's people
0: people. But eventually, you no, will feel that my, way
1: also. I watched my my sixteen year old niece like
2: just just absorbed by it, and she'll even say it. I mean, she's totally absorbed by it because it's such a big part of her life, and she'll even say like, like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, there's just no break. Um, yeah. It's it's a thing. You know, it's an absolute real thing, and, and some people handle it better than others. Some people know
0: how to turn it off. Yeah, it's a you pretty know, new th-
1: thing, though. It is a pretty new. It phase. is for sure. It's new. <clears throat> <Yeah>. That's
0: <clears throat> we're still learning. Well, how listen, to deal newspapers with it. were new at one point. Radio was new. Television mm. was new. You know, and like people start to get overwhelmed by this stuff, like informational overload. You know, like mm. they'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't handle the anxiety of knowing what's going on in Indonesia, and you know, and or like mm. what's going on in the rest of the world." It's too much stress, and I think we're amplifying that feeling. You know, like that. We have these constant 24-hour news alerts. We have these Mm -hmm. constant feeds of negative news because that's what sells, right? Fear and bad news is what sells media. That's been that way forever, though. 100%. But now we're being bombarded with it. Like, if you just didn't buy a newspaper, you didn't know. Now it's on your phone. It's on your TV. It's on your, it's on your fridge. I agree. You can't, you
1: can't, you're almost in a way we're forced to do it, but it's just a part of evolution. It's just a part of human existence that we're, we're absorbing this new technology. That technology used to be a newspaper, you know, before the uh, telegraph wire, right? How it's like, oh my, you know what? I am not going to the telegraph station. I've gotten three of those this last month. And, you know, it's just, too much for me to have yeah. i just yeah it's, it's, it's we adapt we grow and the things that we're Do you know oh, the yeah. difference
0: though yeah. like you're joking about it but like when i was a kid if you weren't home that's it no one could reach you like you had to be near these stationary communication devices but they were everywhere now okay but when i was outside right mm-hmm. that's it i was outside you couldn't reach me until i came back home i listened to an answering machine or my mother gave me the message now hmm. You're, the expectation is that you're always available, and, and we have that same expectation of others. So I sent you that text 30 seconds ago. How come you didn't answer? Yeah. I see it, I see a read receipt. How come you didn't they're,
2: answer? They're saying you got to run down to the store for a loaf of bread. Try to leave your phone on the counter and do it. See if you can even do it.
1: Go no, to the store. No, panic. No, and I don't Total want to. Total panic. Even though, even though I don't want you to. Everybody you pass on the way is
2: going to have one if there were
1: an emergency. I so think panic. I think having this panic. technology in my pocket is a good thing. And as as much me, me too. As, as, oh, m- so do I. But I'm saying as much as I don't care, like you were saying, Tim, you didn't really care about being left behind technology-wise, except for Vance, because you wanted to to you know encourage him and, and join him. Mm. Okay, for me, I'm okay being left behind in that technology. It, mm. I'm still not. I don't have the urge big enough because if I did, I would have it. If I wanted it, I would have it. Um, but I I don't want to ever live my life without my smartphone. I just don't. I think there's the, the advantages so far blow away the disadvantages. And Casey, again, is different. She will leave hers home. But I'm like, okay, but not if not if mine's on the fritz. Somebody's going to have a smartphone because it's just there's no reason to have I agree. The, adva- have
0: the advantages outweigh the disadvantages. Yes. But there are costs to this technology. Not, is, is not if
1: you can learn how to scroll. And I think too many people don't know how to do that. You're, you're going through your, and I, I hear this way too often. People are, are so absorbed in the negativity. It's like, scroll, scroll right past it. Your phone is only four inches big. You can scroll past that little blurb from somebody. 5.7. <laughs> you can scroll right past it. Too many people, it's like they have to read each and every post from somebody. And it's like, I can't believe this person it, is writing it, that. It, it's more scroll than that, past Bill. It. It's more scroll than
0: that. Scroll past it. It's the, it's, the, it's the expectation that you that you have this thing on you, you must be in touch. You must be available. You must reply. You know what I mean? It's the expectation of forced communication. I
1: haven't found the negative or the horrible thing that if I don't, though, you know what I mean?
0: I get a hundred emails a day. I, I don't. I get if I, I know if I do doing different things, we're doing different things. Right, but, doing different I things I but what I'm saying is, is an expectation. I've had people
1: text me and I'm talking about and I thank God he doesn't listen to the podcast. My brother. My brother will text me and say, hey, man, how's it going? This is your brother Joe. Love you. Right? And I don't still <laughs> feel the need to text him back. I can tell Casey, hey, next time you cut Roberta's hair, my brother's wife, next time you cut her hair, tell Joe, tell her to tell Joe I love him. I don't feel that pressure. Maybe that's just because I'm you are older. You're a special
0: man. I just don't. If I don't you care because I don't That's think. That's weird.
1: This is, some people, look, they're, they're. they're. Meanwhile, they're, your brother's at home going, what a jerk. He didn't write back. <clears throat> no, because exactly. my brother's in his 60s. He don't give a. <laughs> Oops. Uh, whatever time Beep. that was. Beep. Uh. What I'm trying to say is I do believe that there are people that are worried about that. They text somebody or if somebody texts them. They're so concerned about responding immediately because they think that person is standing there with their, their phone in their hand or, or sitting at their computer with their fingers tapping. When They are. I don't think so, though. I think we think that people are like that. I don't think they are. But,
0: but we are that way. I know people are because I am. If I send someone a message and they don't reply, I'm like, why isn't he replying? And I know everyone's the I'm going to throw this out there, It might be Phil. generational. I
1: know. I'm going to throw this out there. Next time you feel that, like, why isn't that person replying? Maybe they're busy doing something else. There's a read
0: receipt. They read it.
1: <laughs> maybe they... Do you have time when you're driving, you can sneak and push the button to see what it says on the car, but you can't actually text.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't... I, I personally wouldn't do that. I'm just saying. Because then it would trigger the read receipt. <laughs> Yeah, I,
2: I do that at stoplights. I'll
0: like I, I'll I'm not,
2: and see what I, it says and then not res- right back till I get there. You know, I'm sure it drives people nuts. And I know it drives them nuts when I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm going
1: to Yeah, it, do, it doesn't drive me nuts. Yeah. If I text somebody and they don't text me back, I'll probably forget within an hour that I even texted them. And then it's like two days later, somebody will text me back. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I got a hammer. Oh, yeah, great. Thanks. I mean, nobody's upset. People are, who love you and like you are not going to not love you and like you because you didn't respond to that text
0: immediately. That's not a risk I'm willing
1: to take. Uh, Well, let me just say it this way, then. I will never stop loving you.
0: Thanks, brother. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Nice. Although, when I did call you on an actual cell phone, I've never heard anybody so weirded out in my life. (laughs) It
1: was kind of weird. I will admit, you've never called me before. Out of the blue, you just called me. I know. I was waiting for you to walk up my driveway. That would have been better, but.
0: Oh
2: no. I think all the years we've been doing this, we get together and we talk like this via, you know, Skype or whatever. Right. right, uh, right. But yeah, I think, I think Phil, I think I've talked to you on the phone twice in what, four years. <laughs> that we've known Something each other. like that. And Bill, Something maybe, like maybe twice, Bill on the phone.
1: I, if that many times, if that many times, I think maybe yeah. once,
2: once. I remember talking to you once for sure. It was about paint color. Yeah. And, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, but but it wouldn't be weird if we Facebook called each other. No, and be like, oh, hey, because we do that weekly. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: We do that <laughs> weekly. To me, I and like you know, I answer the phone for three people or three sets of people: yeah. Casey's mom and dad, my dad's right, and Casey, and everybody else is so optional. Even my job. If they call me on my personal phone, I'm like, hmm, I don't think I feel like talking to you. I don't have to because you're not paying me right now and I feel that way about most people it's like if you huh. if you call my phone I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let it so yeah and then Phil Pinsky calls me of course immediately I answer it was weird right. but
0: I did it. he was like it's he like hello
1: did you butt <laughs> did dial you, me did you mean, mean to
0: call, call me <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh, I'm in the middle of Florida in a Kia Soul and I thought of you okay
1: so here check this out this just happened to me last week uh, my father-in-law Butt dialed FaceTime me and Casey right but when I saw the phone it was Casey me and him and my phone's ringing and I thought it must be Casey dialing both of us because something cool or neat happened right so I yeah. answered it no and it was just him he's like "Oh well, hi Billy I must have butt dialed you oh no now I have to have a conversation with my father-in-law.
0: Oh that's awful. <laughs> Without
1: having rehearsed it, you know, but it went pretty well. Right. It was it actually lasted longer than I thought it was. It was it wasn't as painful as I thought it could be. But it did happen. Hmm. And I was I was literally sweating like, "Oh no. This was unintentional and I have to speak to him."
0: He seems like a very pleasant man. I don't know why he you feel he is.
1: He's the most amazing guy in the world. And then then we got into talking about how proud both of us are of his daughter, who's a business owner and has gone through this really Safe hard topic. move. Oh, yeah. He started crying. I started crying. It was, a, it, it was a wonderful thing. But I still had that thing like panic,
0: you know? Right. Yeah. Anyway. I hear you. No, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, I think we can leave that topic in the dust. Um, Boom! Boom! Nailed it. Yep. iTunes review review. I think we only got two americanos. So, if you want um, you There's a whole bunch of them here. Is there? Oh, we didn't read them all last time?
2: No, because well, we definitely did not read definitely not Connor because you promised him.
1: Yeah, you have that. to actually read that one, uh, Phil. Yeah, uh, okay. and that's so that's where uh, we
2: left okay. off. So, I'm going to make you read that.
1: I think okay. uh last week's uh the one review about me was so Amazing. Yeah, we just read the one last week. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it left everybody, including our listeners, just flabbergasted. So it's okay.
0: Yeah, I know I was. Um, I'm not sure what okay. flabbergasted so, was. Wh- where was that?
2: Um, right above. What's the guy's name? Uh, definitely not Connor, March 6th. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, all
0: right, okay. So, so if, definitely not Connor. Probably is Connor, though. Um, is this free advertising? Shameless plug. Go check out Made by underscore Connor on Instagram. Promise, <laughs> I'll join. I'll join your Patreon if I hear this next week. So, I mean, did we ruin the offer? Is that well, see, it's not he, next week. It's the week after next. Week. I
2: I think he has a technicality to get out of it now because we were a no, week no no late. no no We'd no no. It. Listen,
1: you guys are thinking about this all wrong. In my world, we took twice as long to read it, so he should join Patreon for twice as much as he was going to.
2: Or we could read it twice, so he has to join twice.
0: Or that definitely not Connor. Is this free advertising? <laughs> Shameless plug. Go check out Made by underscore Connor C O N N O R on Instagram. Promise, I'll join your Patreon if I hear this next week. Now you have to do it, buddy. Um. Okay. Nice. So then, so then there's a, a big long one. Then yeah, the other I'll, Mike in Wisconsin. I'll read this one. Great, Go for
2: it. great podcast with doppelganger dilemma. Uh, by the other Mike in Wisconsin. So, lately I have been crushing YouTube to learn how to repair areas of our 1920s bungalow and try some useless but fun projects. This leads me to, I like to make stuff with Bob, then the making of podcasts, and then Jimmy and David's content. Already knew of Jimmy, but not the other guys. Last week, my kids and I drove eight hours to my hometown to see family. Since I am such an attentive parent, my kids spent the trip watching movies and headphones so I could binge podcasts. (laughs) Then about midway through the trip i was caught up on making it and reclaiming reclaiming audio well it's reclaimed audio but i'll let the typo slide was recommended who are those reclaiming audio fellas uh, when you are driving and only see snow on farm fields for hours anything new can add to the experience i loved the podcast and spent the next four hours crushing it but i still have a real dilemma since i don't have a clue what any of you guys look like i assigned the fame them famous doppelgangers based on their voices so phil is David Pachito from Make Something? So that's who they decided you one <laughs> That's my lo-
0: that's my level of fame. Because look at the two of you guys. Ooh.
2: Bill is Albert Brooks, and Tim is Ray Romano, which I've heard before several times.
0: <laughs> so, so Bill wins because Albert Brooks is way more famous than the other two guys.
1: But Ray Romano is that makes I mean, Albert, Albert Brooks. Brooks that
0: makes sense too because I don't
1: know who Albert Brooks is.
0: Really. No. He was he did the he was been voices on The Simpsons forever, but he's like he's like I think he's Mel Brooks' brother.
2: Oh. Is it I know who is Mel Brooks is? Mel Brooks
0: probably. He's probably I think he's yeah. Mel Brooks' brother, and he's been in a ton of his movies and he's been on like he, he's been on a whole bunch of movies.
2: I never made that connection that they're both last name Brooks. Yeah. Um All
1: right, hey, you Siri. Looked that up. I'll finish I, reading this. I just, uh, when you're done, I just figured out how Please, to Albert actually Brothers. pull up iTunes and have the reviews in the most recent order, so I can read some. Okay. Uh, my, to finish this one, my dilemma is not
2: to listen again, but continue with the false facade or burst the bubble and find the guys on YouTube. I will leave it up to Phil, Bill, and Tim, the other Mike in Wisconsin. So he doesn't know whether he should just continue to listen to us and not know what we look like, or if he should go find us. And that's tricky because... Generally speaking, you're better off not knowing what the person looks like because what you imagine is always going to be better than
0: reality. I say my, my
1: address is on Facebook. You can come visit me anytime, brother.
0: Frankly, I think we're better looking than all three of those doppelgangers, so I'm not worried if he looks us up. I... Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, Albert Brooks is like 120 years old, right? Well, I am yeah, well, the Bill, oldest. But I'm
0: saying...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm saying I think you're better looking than Ray Romano. Well, thank you. I don't know. <laughs> you know, with friends like you. <laughs> no. All
1: right, where are we at? Should we keep going? I see three more.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, let's do one more and we'll, we'll save some because uh, we're getting running long here. All
1: right. You want to do the next one? I'll do the next one up. It's a, it's a, it's a small one. It's a, yeah. a poor saps workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you interested in listening to a California liberal, a Yankee, and a Canadian pothead discuss their their guitars and stool? Well, if so, this podcast is for you. Five stars.
0: We should make that the tagline of the show. Yeah, that could be the new tagline. Guitars and stool. Yeah, guitars and stool. I love it.
1: <laughs> All right, so um Resurrect. Right, so we got to... I was just gonna say yeah, we'll read that one next time. Resurrect yeah, fabrication, Antonio, we'll Antonio. Mayek, you're on for next week. Good, good pronunciation there. Yeah. That's good.
2: Okay. That's a, that's uh, cool that was the theme. iTunes review review, and awesome.
0: then the weekly tip segment. Um, I have one. Turned, okay, go for
2: it. I have one. Uh, this is maybe not the. I actually have a on my phone. I started keeping a little list of things as they popped in my head for this segment, but this is one I had from before that. That uh, it's just wet sanding like mm. to remember to to do that like that that last time to just wet sand instead of dry sand like it doesn't matter what it is furniture
0: wood metal wet sand Grab how great do you start at for for wet 400 uh
2: 320 wow. i was doing just today
0: really um, wet sanding 320 that seems a little yeah, coarse oh no no i'm sorry yeah
2: I, i'm sorry it wasn't it wasn't 320 it was um it was 800 okay. Thing. I was gonna say
1: 600 <laughs> 600 maybe is 600, a good place yeah. to start.
2: Yeah Yeah, 600 is well when I was doing um, When I f- thought of this tip is when I was doing that epoxy topped mm-hmm. uh, Truck table and I started I was wet sanding there at 220 even because I had so much to do um, And I was using Windex for that one and then uh, and then today I was doing I was doing 600 and 800 uh, On a guitar
0: so. nice so, c- can you wet sand with a sander or only by hand?
2: You you can do it with a sander. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and like and you can use any sandpaper. Like a lot of times, you, like there'll be like the wet dry sandpaper, the black stuff.
1: But you, I use yeah. the
2: regular sanding discs, like the the red ones that just go on your orbital sander. I'll use those a wet sand with them. Yeah, they're fine. It's okay. it's
1: finding uh, finding the higher grits for that. Is, yeah.
2: I usually the, all I find in the the you know the box stores is 320, 220, and, 320. and yeah. so. But y, I you can wet sand there if you, you know, if you're doing something that's that kind of a finish. If you're not really going beyond three twenty, then why not wet sand at three twenty? You know.
0: Yeah, I guess you could also use those palm sanders, which you guys don't like, where you have to clip in the paper. I hate those things, but yeah.
1: yeah. <sighs> I know. No, Phil, Bill likes them. I, I haven't used one, though. No, I, I liked one because I found I like one them. at Home Depot for $19, and then you poo-pooed all over it. So yeah. I haven't actually used it since. I think I gave it away.
0: <laughs> I, I like it because I have two sanders. One's an orbital and one's that little clip-in yeah. one, and I keep them at two different grits under my workbench, and I pull them out, and I can do a two-step sand on anything ready to go.
1: Yeah.
2: Because it takes so much time to rip that Velcro off and put the next Velcro on in the orbital
0: a lot of But then you're you're ruining that, that Velcro. Like, it has a shelf life. You can only do it so many times before it stops being I, sticky.
1: I can tell you that you can do it for more than six years. I have yet to
0: have <laughs> the Velcro I've fail before the I've had a Bosch Sander's me, Velcro if, fail. Does
1: Bosch uh, sponsor us?
0: No. Then, no I, they, I bet, oh, wait.
1: then that's what happens when you buy
0: Bosch. <laughs> 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 that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. Uh Tim, weren't you sponsored by uh, by that dishwasher company?
2: I did I did a project for Bosch. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Alright, well then we won't poo poo in anything. Alright. Uh, uh, hey, what would you say grabbed your attention this week if you had to what you do, Bill?
1: You know what grabbed my attention this week? I have an actual YouTube do channel, count. a small YouTube channel, member of the community. My friend, Robert Ellenwood, uh, he stopped by, he works for a, um, a big paving company and he's in Hayward where I live um, often, not often, but when he, a couple times now he said, Hey man, I'm in town. Do you want to get lunch? And last time he did that, uh, he was showing me, he just got a new work truck and the tool racks that go on some of these trucks that go up and down, you can actually raise and lower them. They're like two pieces. Mm-hmm. They take up a lot of space on the, the bed rail of the truck. So you usually you will put a toolbox that sits inside the rails. It doesn't sit on top of the bed rails. Uh, it sits down inside the truck because there's... Anyway, he wanted to lift that that toolbox up in order to still be able to slide plywood underneath it, right? So he was showing me an idea that he had. He he'd had uh, a couple of big pieces of channel aluminum, like five-inch channel aluminum, cut at about... Mm-hmm. I forgot the measurements, um, 28 inches, 30 inches long, the same width as the toolbox. And he was going to use those to to raise up the toolbox and still be able to utilize the space in the bed of his truck. Anyway, he did that project. He, um, he videoed it, and it turned out really cool because he, there was a concern, is it going to be... Unstable if you have a lot of tools in it, you know swaying side to side when it's going down the freeway But it turned out really well how we ended up doing it. It's super cool So if you can't use a over-the-rails toolbox, that kind of rests on the rails of your truck um, And you have to have one that sits in the bed this simple idea that he used to uh, all just really screwing things together Making a, a platform for the toolbox to sit on. It's really cool. Bob Ellenwood. We love you, brother Thank you so much for all you do and uh, that's what caught my attention. I watched his video. I went, I'll be doggone. That worked out really well. Oh, super cool.
0: All right, all right, all right.
2: I got to check that out because I'm going to be, you know, outfitting my truck when the weather breaks a little bit, you know, with a new ladder rack and stuff, and I'm, I would mind some, some ideas, you know? Yeah. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: You just have to scale them accordingly. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know.
1: So a ladder rack could be more like a footstool rack?
0: Yeah, it's like a two-step stool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: basically. Yeah. And are you still calling
0: it a full-size
2: truck truck bed, boys? My truck is—it's a six and a half foot bed. Four
1: feet. I think we should call it something (laughs) other than race truck. Let's come up with a really catchy name for it. But saying truck, and I just want to go. (laughs) I just don't see it as a truck.
0: Maybe we could make it a little British. It could be a (gasps) lorry. A
1: lorry. I'm okay with that. I like that. The steering Tim's wheel's on the Lori. same side, you know. Yeah, my lorry. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Very cool. What about you, Tim? What, Tim? what caught your attention?
2: You know, there is a word for it. they're called key trucks, and that's it's a class K E I, and that's a class of vehicle that make key cars and key trucks, and and it's like a Japanese law or whatever the the, the like like you would say you know an SUV or a sedan. It's a key. Mm-hmm.
1: Earlier in the podcast, you were yeah, talking about some people aren't left behind; they move on. So uh, move on, Tim. Yeah. What got your attention? But
2: actually, it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I, I know I mentioned him before on the show. Um, uh, Doug Boyd, artfully rogue. Yes. Uh, did you see his robot that he made? No. Let's say yes. Okay. Well, go see his robot. He made. He made okay. this uh, sculpture. It's um, it's it's beautiful. It's like a robot sitting on a park bench under a light, reading a book, okay. and um.
0: Oh, it's, it's based off a famous statue, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's
2: the, uh, I, f- I forget the name of the movie, but it's based off that. But he made it, it's, it's like a the, the city hired him, like, you know, he got the gig for a city. So it's like a, a monument out in the city. But So it's a park bench. I mean, you could go sit down next to this robot, um, and then there's a, a light on a solar panel that's over him and stuff. It's, uh, it's really, really cool. Cool. He did a really good job. And he was just like, he's basically just, I mean, he's a, a fabulous metal worker. And he has a, just a very short four and a half minute video where he just, you know, takes some, some stills of the process and a few little video clips and he explains it and how he's just kind of winging it. And it just like in these little, like one photo, like, you know, or one little five second clip of like what he did to get this shape. I'm just like, oh, of course, like I understand what he did every, I'd see it all now and I know how to do it, you know, kind of one of those right. like, you know, super inspiring.
1: He's definitely in that class of maker where you understand how much you don't know about stuff when you, when yeah. you see what right. he does.
2: Well, it's like, like the, the thing that really, like, caught my eye was that, you know, the legs are, they're tapered, right? Almost like a Morris taper, like, on the shape of this robot. And so, you know, when I'm looking at it as a sculpture, not seeing the process, I'm thinking, like, it's some kind of, like, he had a couple of different hoops and he put some sheet metal around it and skinned it. And really what he did is he had a solid pipe and he cut slots in one end and squeezed it, squeeze it down, and then welded it back together. You know, way Whoa. easier. You know.
0: Well, yeah, way.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll be, you'll be welding soon. No, but you I I agree that. Uh, what Bill said. Like the more you see, the more you know you don't know, and I think yeah. it's important to stay humble. And that's yeah. sort of. Like a, I don't know. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm guilty of it all the time. Also, I watch a ton of these videos and I think ah, I know everything, but then you know you watch videos and you're like oh I really don't know anything like there is a yeah. ton to learn yep which is I guess what keeps me so engaged and why I like it so much I guess if I ever did get to the end of the planet and fell off I probably would lose all interest then you
1: have uh, well,
2: I you guys said how depressing that was when I said about my whole life thing I was like oh every, I wanted to get off stage and go oh that could have been better like and you were like oh my god what a depressing way to live life you just said the same thing but just in a different way it's like always well, going no, for I'm, more always looking for more you know
0: well, I'm saying I always I always want to learn. I'm not going to ever get off the stage and say that could – I'm still proud of my achievements. I can look at something I've done and go, oh, wow, this is the best I could do now. Of course I could do better next time, but it's okay to be proud of myself today. You're just such a Debbie Downer. You're like, ugh, got off the stage. That was awful. <laughs> potato, potato.
1: That's not what I said. Yeah, well, there, that's what there, you there's said. A, there's an absolute opposite to what we're saying too, and Spaggs, my best friend, just – um. He's my best friend, yeah. Mark Spagnolo Just uh, he make he's making some beautiful coffee. Tea. I don't know what the heck he's making, but he posts. Even he screws up, and he showed how he screwed up on this one mortise or tenon or something. like, so well, I'll fix it with a domino. And I'm just like, okay, so even the great ones, even the great ones, are actually not immortal
0: yet. <laughs> yet. yet. Okay. Um, you didn't ask me, but I'm going to volunteer it anyway. Uh, what got my attention this week? Uh, this gentleman on the other side of the planet named... Uh, I guess his name is Sharpie, because this is Sharpie's Workshop. And he's a British gentleman. And uh, I don't know, I was watching a bunch of videos about how to make your own bar clamps. I don't know why. I don't have any panels to glue up, and I have bar clamps, but... I mean, I have pipe clamps, but anyways, I was watching a bunch of videos on bar clamps, and his came up, and his were like super easy to do. But what caught my eye was that uh, most people make them out of solid wood. He used uh, he not angle iron. He used tube, like square tube, and he just started welding a couple of things where people would wood glue. So just the ease with which you could pull out a welder and just glue. Glue metal together, the kind of stuff that you guys always say. Somebody
1: somebody's and getting excited. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know. It's
0: like just be able to like look and go, Ugh, I could do this with glue and, and wood and wait two hours for us to set or zzz done. You know, so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's it's and just see that application on the wood side of things. You
1: are you are going to you you just dipped your toe into this world because now you're just starting to imagine the possibilities. I, I'm right. excited for you, my friend.
0: I'm excited for you, for me. Yeah.
1: I'm excited for Tim for being nonplussed about you and I having an excitement conversation.
0: That's just Tim. Yeah. It's nothing to be excited about.
1: He could but do this better. This conversation
0: could have gone better. Could have better, gone better, yeah. <laughs> could have found another, like the 13th note or whatever. Topic
1: Topic idea. Could have been better. Write it down. Could have been
0: better. Oh, I, I, yeah, definitely write oh. that down. and no, we're three weeks out. Yeah, whoa, look at us. Ooh, look at I us. Like
1: professionals. Whoa.
0: Professionales. Hey, um, our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com, williamlutes.com, timsway.net, newperspectivesmusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Hit us up um, on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio or by email, info at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Uh, leave us those iTunes reviews. We do read them, and we will hold you accountable for promises made on those iTunes reviews. Uh, you can go <laughs> right to ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Click a button, and uh, your iTunes will get open, and you can leave a review. We made it super easy for you guys. And patreon.com slash reclaimed audio, the best way to, uh, well, to help us stay on the air. And uh, per some internal conversations, we are going to be revamping that Patreon page. So look out for that in the coming weeks or months, depending on how motivated we are to actually do that. So um, I think this was a fun one. Uh, Have a great week, and thanks for listening, guys. Bye, everybody. Be good.
1: No, I don't.